0: Coming in hot, change on a Monday. What's going on, brother?
1: On a Monday, I, dude. I got coffee. I make this coffee this morning, and there's like different settings where you can hit like how strong it is. So it's like six, eight, yeah. ten. By mistake, I hit the six, so it's like I've had like eight espressos this morning. So I'm, <laughs> bouncing, I'm bouncing off the walls in my house.
0: Wait, what's a ten like? What if you go to 10? ten? 10's
1: like-, like a nice cup of coffee. It's like ten. Ten is like lower amount of. Concentration. Oh, okay. So the 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 smaller the number, the more concentrated it. Like the more hardcore the coffee is.
0: Okay, so you're just you're just gonna be like freaking I'm shot bouncing. out of a cannon the rest of the day. I
1: know. I gotta get yeah, shot out of a cannon. What do you got going on? What are you looking for? You,
0: you, dude, I got a. Uh, you're on well, a scavenger all, hunt right now. Let me talk about my coffee. You know, I got yeah. I, I go like that. I go like that. I go the grass fed butter. I <laughs> dude, my coffee's like a science project every morning. Yeah. collagen, MCT oil. I use Laird Hamilton's creamer. Oh my God. I just load it all up, blend it up, and
1: Dude, bam. There's this one NFL draft prospect. I'm forgetting his name. He puts may- mayonnaise in his coffee. Oh. <laughs> I'm forgetting his name, but it's like, people are like, it's like red flags. It's like, don't draft a guy that puts mayonnaise in his coffee. It's <laughs> 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 a good rule to live by.
0: Don't uh, draft a guy that puts mayonnaise in his coffee.
1: <laughs> but wait, aren't you on a Skyburn... What's that? He
0: using helmets, or uh, <laughs> that's a good—that's
1: a good question. Do you, is there anything other than Hellman's? I don't think I would ever use anything other than Hellman's, Would you?
0: Oh yeah, my mom used to get some the helmets, and there was something else too. There was another one. There was two of them. I'm like, I'll take whatever. But Hellman's with helmets was always the best. Helmets is always Hellman's the best. Helmets on a ham and cheese sandwich late night on a Friday night with your buddies playing Madden. Oh, Let's
1: go. I love that. I love that too much. Anyway, what what are you looking for? Firewood? What you start explaining? Dude, well,
0: something. I'm I'm I gotta. I'm doing a little bit. I'm I'm, I'm changing the fireplace in the one room. I want a, more of like a lodge. You know what I mean? A lot of my a lot of my house has like barn wood and all that stuff, but this one room doesn't. So I'm I'm going to get like a bunch of barn wood. I'm gonna wrap some of the pill uh wrap some of the um, posts and like you know just puts put, put it on the walls and stuff. But dude, that stuff's expensive. I don't know if you've seen barn wood lately, like how expensive it is. <laughs> so Jason Grilly, dude, literally lives on a farm, like. About thirty minutes from me, he and he was talking to me the other night. He's like, "Dude, like, yeah, I got a bunch of barn wood." I was like, "Bro, can I have some of that?" So i <laughs> I got a buddy. I went out there recently, looked at it. dude's got a, really he's got unbelievable barn wood. So I went out there to look at it, and then I got a buddy of mine that's going to go help me go out and pick it up. But dude, you got to like kiln the wood or something. You got to like put, kiln. Yeah, I think it's called kiln the wood. Yeah, you got to like take the wood, put it in this kiln which heats it up and kills all the bugs in it. So like, so you're not putting like, you know, barn wood in your house and oh. the freaking potato bug comes out and it's oh. like, hey, what's going on? We got 8,000 potato bugs in the wood. <laughs> yeah, so you got to kill in this wood first. So I didn't think it was gonna be, I thought I was just gonna go to Jason Grilly's, pick up the wood and start putting wood on my walls. Turns out, eh, it's all, everything <laughs> takes more than you think in everything.
1: I guess. Grill's kind of looks like a, a lumberjack sometimes, especially when he wears those big plaid shirts and he's such a huge guy. He's like so Paul man, Bunyan, man.
0: <laughs> he is, dude. You should go see his, like, he's, you know, got the bobcat going. He's putting a pool in his house by doing it by himself. I'm like, dude, me and Chinch, we hire guys to go take care of the pool. We don't build the pool <laughs> yeah, yeah, ourselves. No,
1: not at all. I'm looking at kiln wood right now. This stuff's not cheap, man. Yeah. Dude. dude. Some at 1450 1450 for 24 by 4 by 16.
0: Full- That's what I'm saying, dude. He's going to save me thousands of dollars by taking <sighs> his wood and Killing it myself.
1: It's good wood. All right, good. All right. Speaking of good wood, <laughs> we had of good some wood. It's <laughs> <laughs> some good baseball being played. <laughs> yeah, no, I, knew we're, I knew that's where we were going, uh,
0: Speaking of good wood.
1: Yeah. Who do we want? Who has the best wood? Right. Let's go Bellinger right now because I want to start with Bellinger because I'm really upset by something I saw the other night. Goes back to, goes back to to the L.A. He's getting a standard ovation. Steer right. <laughs> What was that, man? Come on. Dude, isn't that? It's one of those things in life where you're like, bro, have a feel.
0: You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, sometimes you never do that. Like, bro, have a feel, like who you're talking to. Have a feel of the situation. You know what I mean? Like, it's even with umpires sometimes when they, like, you know, they'll, they'll throw a guy out. A guy throws a curveball up and in. And, you know, it was a warning. They throw him out. You're like, all right, dude, have a feeling. Throw a curveball. Yeah. Like, don't throw him out. Because, so same thing with the umpire here. Bellinger goes back to LA. All the home runs he hit, all the world championships, all that he's meant to that uh that city and that team, they give him a standing ovation and the umpire comes out it's like strike one.
1: Yeah, you know what that have a field. Have a field. That's like a cop giving you a speeding ticket for going 63 in a 60. Like, come Yeah, on.
0: dude. Like, clean it up. <laughs> clean it up. But That's like a cop giving you one, a, a, going going uh, 68 in a 60, even yeah, eight miles an hour. Yeah. You know, Don't give me give me a little more.
1: Yeah, exactly. As long as you keep it under the 10, 10 mile per hour, yeah. you're safe. I want to always be the second fastest guy on the road, not the fastest guy on the road. That's what my exactly. guy used to tell me. That's oh, bad By the advice. way, on
0: a, on a on another note, before we get back to Bellinger, speaking of that, one of my buddies is, uh, you know, one of the head cops around here, I said, hey. What are the, how, how do I get out of a ticket if I ever get one? He's like, your only chance of getting out of a ticket is to be nice, be kind, and you know, kind of admit you're wrong. Hmm. He goes, that's your only chance. If you come out guns ablazing to the cop, guaranteed ticket and points. So, yeah, just some pointers out there yeah. for all of us. And here, here's another
1: up. thing: you're you're kind of a celebrity. I, I, the worst thing I've ever seen celebrities do is when they go, "Do you know who I am?" That oh, the is worst. an automatic ticket. That's an automatic, an auto- like, cuff. If you ask, <laughs> I would cuff somebody. Like, yeah, I know you That's
0: want an automatic, you're going to jail. <laughs> yeah,
1: drunk tank or something.
0: No, seriously, nothing, nothing worse than that. They don't even know who I am.
1: It's like, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> but anyway, all right, so the Cubbies, man, they're hanging in there. Again, Dude, the we, Cubbies are playing well, man. Eight and they really six.
0: Are, listen, I think the biggest piece that they've gotten is Dansby Swanson. I mean, just the way he plays... Uh, the pedigree he brings, you know the 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 um, chemistry that he builds with those guys, the leadership he has that he brings from Atlanta. Guy remember don't forget he guy plays every day He played one sixty two last year over the last few years. this guy plays every day he, he posts goes to the post makes he's making some great plays defensively, swinging the bat well and it, it trickles down. Bellinger's swinging the bat the best he's swung it at least getting out the gates in the last few years you know you're starting yeah. to see him hit for some power. Um, he had a big, big game-winning hit the other night. It would be great to see Bellinger go to another level, man. It's been tough to watch him these last few years because you know this is the, was a the guy that won the MVP only a few years ago. So to see him getting after it is great. Wisdom's got six bombs, I think. Haps swinging the bat well. Um, you know, Nico Horner, you know, is great up the middle with Swanson. This the, the they've been pitching really well. Tyons been pitching well, so
1: yeah. i give the, you another. Their
0: signings been good. Change.
1: Sneaky great signing so far. How about Marcus Stroman, bro?
0: Yeah, dude. Marcus Stroman six innings pitched,
1: three games. He's pitched six innings in every one. Five hits, two hits, three hits. Has only given up two earned runs, two walks, six Ks, six Ks, eight Ks. You know what I think too? A guy like Stroman, who's a very emotional type player, Mm -hmm. I I gotta think that sometimes it helps to go to that. Okay, now I'm I'm in Chicago. I'm in a big organization. Like he like play, he did well with the Mets when he was there. He was in New York, go to a big market where the, the the fan base is like kind of a loving fan base. He's a very rah rah type guy. He pitched so great in the WBC last time around, not this one, but the one before, because you know he he likes the energy, and there's no bigger energy than going to a Cubs game at Wrigley. You know,
0: so oh dude, no, I t- I totally agree. I totally agree. I tell you what, Stroman uh, has been around the block. I love his swagger, dude. I love Strowman's swagger. I love the way, you know, he, talk about throwing the ball with conviction. I mean, this guy believes in himself, believes in what he's doing out there, and he wants to dominate. And, I, you know, I, I love the way Strowman goes about his business. And having that little edge, man, having a guy on your team that has a little edge like that, you love that as a teammate. You know, when he's taking the mound every fifth day, you know, you're gonna get you're gonna get something special.
1: Yeah, and there's also the other thing you want in somebody with that kind of swagger is accountability and he's always been like, I sucked today. He'll tell you I'm the best pitcher on a mound today, but when he sucks, he sucks. So I think that's that he's got the right right demeanor for a big city like Chicago. Now, I
0: agree, dude. He's tough mentally. I love it.
1: Now let's go let's go to the west side of town. I mean, all right, let's talk Angels and Padres. Where do you want to go first? Because there's a lot to talk uh, about.
0: Oh, let's talk Angels. Okay. Mm,
1: yeah. Are we back to saying oh, they're not going to make the playoffs and it's going to ruin everything? <laughs> like, damn it! What's your take?
0: Well, well, well frustrated. What are they? Eight and nine. Yeah. It just it just frustrates me when I like, especially coming off the WBC. You know, you see Otani and Trout. They're the two best players in the world. They're on the same team, and this is what I this is what you think of the Angels. They're a five hundred team, or maybe right. a little you know maybe a little less than five hundred and. Right like I said I just you'd like to see them get on a roll and, and get things going uh, you know Tyler Anderson one of their big signs for the offseason looks like he's been getting uh, shelled a little bit in that rotation you just feel like when you look at the rotation man are they going to be good enough to to compete out there in the west you know and I think that's the yeah. biggest key here. Do they have enough firepower in the mound yeah. to compete where they can get Otani and Trout to the playoffs before they split, they they part ways?
1: And, and think about it, too. You have Otani, okay? So you have an ace who can match up against the Garrick Coles that we're going to talk about and all the other guys. Go get that second arm. Like, I don't know. There's something. If you've been a middling team for years, I have no problem with selling your soul for a year to try. Especially, you know, Trout can't be happy with this. Ohtani, everybody's talking about, oh, Dodgers, Mets, Padres. Like, he's a, like, it's a foregone conclusion. We'll show these guys you want them to win and stay. Give me something. Make some moves. Yeah. Do something a little crazy. I mean, they, the Rendon signing, I think, is the one thing that's kind of screwed them in the last couple of years because he hasn't lived up to that contract by far. You know?
0: 240 mil, that's a tough one. To, that's a tough yeah, one. Yeah, so I guess
1: I should apologize because they did kind of go for it by signing him, but it was like, yeah. is it better to sign him or was it better to yeah. sign him? two or three pitchers. Uh. Yeah.
0: I think they're having trouble landing pitchers. I don't know. I think, I know they went after Cole big time and they gave him an offer. It was a ton of money. I think he just ended up signing with the Yankees.
1: Yeah.
0: But you know, I, I don't know when I, when I look at that, it just, like I said, it just frustrates me so bad. uh, Cause I just, you just, and and here's the question change at the deadline. If they're around 500, are you moving Otani? (sighs) Whoa. Or are you waiting until the off to be like, ah, we, if we want to sign him back, you know, we don't want to ruffle feathers, so we're gonna wait, and then you get nothing, because if you get rid of Otani, if you're out of it, and you get rid of Otani at the deadline, you're getting a haul back.
1: What are you getting?
0: You're getting, you're getting a haul back. You're getting, you're getting a, a couple big league ready guys, and you're getting some top prospects.
1: I would just be like, uh, all right, just sign over your double A. Roster, just sign it over. I'll give you Otani. Give me your double A uh Binghamton roster, and we'll call it an, an even deal. Like, right, yeah. I mean, first of all, if you trade Otani, you gotta have you have to have. I think you get a mix of everything you gotta get draft picks, you gotta get your top prospects, and you gotta get MLB players. I, I, I would want at least yeah. one of each, maybe you can, like your second best player, your best prospect, and your number one draft pick next year. I, I might pull the trigger on that if I know yeah, well, I'm losing time. Yeah, you want to get a
0: haul back. I think the only thing, though, that's different than, like, the Juan Soto trade. Juan Soto st- is a couple years away from free agency. So you got si- five mm. or six of the top prospects of the Nats from Juan Soto because they still had control for, I think, three years. Right. Two or, two or three. Yeah, no, no, no two it was years. a couple. Was a, it was enough it.
1: that it was like you have a Two and for a half a years. Yeah.
0: Two and a half years, right? Well, with... With um, Otani, he's a free agent after this year. So you might not get back what you got for Juan Soto, but you're still going to get something good back because you're not going to have control after these after the few months you get him at the deadline.
1: Yeah. All right. Now, let's stay out west, man. The Padres, you mentioned Soto. They're getting... T- Tatis, <laughs> Tatis has hit like 1,900 home runs in the minor league since he's done his rehab assignment. And you call it rehab suspension assignment. He's coming back. They are... Soon. Yeah, they are just an anomaly these past couple of seasons. I mean, what's your take on where they're at? I
0: think I think Tatis being back is going to really help that lineup. But, you know, Bogarts has been the one guy that's been on fire in that lineup. I mean, he's mm-hmm. been a great sign, hitting for power, hitting for average, hitting doubles, driving in runs. Um, Tatis is going to be huge. Yeah. Tatis is going to be huge back in that lineup. I look at Soto again, dude. I'm just like, all right. Like, we're you know... we're don't forget what we saw last year is like, "Hey, this guy, is this a 400 500 million dollar player?" I don't mm. know. Like, yeah. Juan Soto, I got to see I, 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 A guy like Juan Soto, if I'm trading five or six of my top prospects, I need superstar production. Right. I need Aaron Judge production. I right. need home runs, driving and runs. I don't need, you know, walks or anything like that. Yeah. I need a guy that's going to be top of the line guy. So, I'm wondering, you know, you're just wondering Looking at Juan Soto, did something go wrong with his swing in the last couple years? Cause listen, man, I've been there before. Sometimes you just lose that feel where you're like, Oh man, I'm so dominant. The next thing you know, you lose something where you just can't quite get it back to that elite player. Juan Soto to me right now is a little above average player. Mm. You know, maybe he obviously not a little above average. That guy's an above average big league. Right. But- I need him to be a superstar though. Right. I need him to be a superstar in that lineup.
1: Yeah. And, uh, I'll add to that. First of all, take a deep breath and you're lucky because usually at this time of the year, the Dodgers are the ones boat racing everybody. But that division, it's nobody's playing great. D-backs are 9-7. Dodgers are 8-8. Eight eight, Padres eight 8-9. So, I mean, it, you can still, like, it's not like that AL East where, you're, you know, one team goes 14-0, the Red Sox are trying to bust out of the, the, the bottom of the bracket already. They got a chance to right the ship and you're getting Tatis back. And they, stay, they do have good pitching. I mean, they have everything you need to win that division or at least compete with the Dodgers to win that division. I, I look at Soto. It's like the Votto thing, man. Vado like, changes game. I don't know. Maybe, like you said, like, something gets in your head or something physically happens. You know, you never know. He's, grown, he's a growing boy. He's still real young. Soto, Chinch, like, what are,
0: Chinch, what are his numbers right now? Sono's Soto? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm... Pretty sure he's hovering around two hundred. Hold on. You know, because we said the same thing last year. When's he gonna get it? He's gonna get it going. He's gonna get it. Going. Never did. He Never did. He never never got it going.
1: Whoa! Here we go. You ready? He's yeah. Hitting a buck seventy-two with a three-five-one on base, three-seven-nine slugging. He has three homers, only seven ribbies, sixteen. This is it, though. He's he's leading the league in walks. He's got sixteen walks. Yeah, but I don't care. Exactly. I- I can get a lot of guys that can walk for me. I need guys that can
0: that hit the ball to the park. I need guys that can, that can go. I mean, I'm sorry. Listen, the comp that I have, Christian Yelich in 2018, mm. 2019, we were saying he's the best player outside Mike Trout. He might be taking over right. as the best player in Big East besides Trout. So where's Christian Yelich gone in the last three years? I mean, mm. just something happened with the swing, something happened with the approach. I don't know if it was an injury. I know he had a little some back problems, maybe knee. Like, Soto, I kind of think the same thing. Like, mm, Mm hmm, you know, how much of a sample size do you need to say, hey, what happened to Juan Soto's swing? Or where's driving the ball out of the ballpark? Right. Because it was – with Joey Votto was one of the best players. And then, you know, obviously he was getting older and he was, you know, 400 on base, all that stuff. But he wasn't driving in runs. He wasn't hitting for homers. But then he did a couple years ago. He, like, kind of let that approach go. And he said, I'm swinging from the heels first pitch. And he hit, like, 35 homers, didn't he, a couple years ago? Yeah, yeah incredible I think in 2021 so you know there's definitely it's definitely could become an approach thing too, a process how you're doing but Juan Soto has to be a superstar dude I'm not saying Juan Soto's not a really really good player but he's got to be a superstar for what the Padres gave up to get him
1: I totally agree 2021 he had 313 he see here's the thing he had 145 walks then but he also had 29 home runs and 95 RBIs you right. still, I still want less walks and I still want more, more. I mean, I what, the,
0: what, what about the, what about the couple years before?
1: Okay. 2000, 2019. 2019. That was, that was the guy. 282. Yeah. I'll take 282 when I'm getting 34 and 110. See yeah. 108 walks that year as it compared to 145, two years wow. later, 401 on base, 548 slugging, 949. And then in 2020, his OPS. He led, he led baseball with a 1.185. That's that's what you need out of that guy, right? Yeah,
0: and I don't mind the walks, dude. I don't mind the walks. Right. But you got to expand the zone sometimes and drive me in some runs and hit the ball in the ballpark. I'm sorry, that's just yeah. you know. If you're gonna get paid forty million a year, I'm not. You know, if you're gonna get, want to get paid twelve million a year, all right, we could do that. If you want to get paid forty million a year and you're the best player, one of the best players in baseball, what did he turn down? He turned down four hundred million, right? Am I mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He turned down four hundred million. Or close to it from the Nats, yep. Thinking, no, I need more. I don't know, man. That's a that's a tough one. If, if, if he doesn't get going here, that that's that's going to be a bad. That would have been a bad decision.
1: Here's the here's the thing, though. What was your first game hold? Were you twenty three? He's twenty four years old, dude. But you got to figure it out now, right? Get get these habits out of your head. Get everything out of yeah. your head. But
0: yeah dude it also too you know it makes me think of, of Kelnick out there with, with the Mariners dude you're talking about turning it on he came up he, he was in the big trade for Cano the number one prospect I was like oh they traded uh you know Kelnick he goes to Seattle and he's nothing but nothing but struggled these last couple couple years year and a half dude his process is different he got a different bat this offseason he got a couple mental coaches mental performance coaches if you don't think that's important kids I th- think again. It's a really big deal. Got another mental performance coach. Next to you, know, dude. Look at his consistency. Look at him driving the ball in the ballpark. What's changed? Okay, maybe maybe a little bit on his on his loads a little lower. His leg kicks a little higher. That doesn't make you the a, a consistent great player. I'd like to see Kelnick have a great year and I think more than anything he's changed his thought process mentally for himself to not ride the waves of the ups and the downs and the, you're not as good you're, you're never as good as you think you are never as bad as you think you are you got to find a, a way to um, to ride that emotional wave in this game and it's a tough thing to do it's a skill and when I look at Kelnick you know you know you talked about Soto you know being how old he's well Kelnick's you know I think You know, 22, 23, something like that, and and I love to see a guy like this where they're saying you're almost writing him off. Like, hey man, this guy you know hadn't figured out. No, he's figuring it out now. More of a mental thing than it is a physical thing with Kelnick, and I just I love it because you know I, I I I got a chance to coach him at the futures game. Great kid, and now you're getting to see him make some adjustments after going through the ups and the downs of this game.
1: I love that. Good stuff, dude. You've coached some great players, man, in these little yeah. things you do—it's pretty cool. Love it, dude. It's cool to yeah. follow them afterwards. Um, hey, let's let's head back over to the East Side. Uh, let's go AL East. The Jays—we love. By the way, Garrett Cole shoved. Cole looks like the number one in the, in in the American League right now. Give me your little. Give me actually a little AL East because the Red Sox are well, interesting at 8 too.
0: Well, okay, so so I I, p- I picked Cole to be the Cy Young on MLB Network, so I hope that happens because nice. that makes me look real good. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing with Cole is keep the ball in the ballpark. He gave it the most home runs last year, so keep the ball in the ballpark. He does it. He's doing a great job throwing his change up more. He's, you know, get, getting the eye levels up and down. So, so far, so good for Garrett Cole, 4-0, dominating. I think a .45 ERA, something ridiculous. He's been, he's been dominant. The Rays going to Toronto. trying to set the record of 14-0. And I don't know if you watched that game change. It was on MLB Network. The Jays came out, bang, out the gates, you know, really just getting after it. Barrios pitched a nice game. The Blue Jays are for real. Because when you see them stacked up against the Rays, the Rays won one of those three games. But the Blue Jays, top to bottom, man, especially that lineup. Kiermaier in center field makes such a difference for that team. Kiermaier and Varshow made some great plays. Remember I said – they got three center fielders in the outfield there: Springer, Kiermaier, and Borsho. Dude, nothing lands out there. So right. that makes that pitching staff so much better. By the way, Mark Shapiro, nice job, brother, with the mm-hmm. with, with the way the field looks. The new stadium, the bullpens are out there in the outfield. The way the the field jets out, it, it's a it's a great look. So the Blue Jays are for real, man. And Alec Manoa hasn't pitched well at all, right. and he's gonna so. Fun, that, that AL East is loaded, dude. The Orioles are legit, and the Sox are right there at five hundred. Yeah, that's going to be a big, big division. Yeah, again.
1: MLB. Uh, dot com does a power rankings each week, and after this weekend with the Blue Jays and Rays, <laughs> they have uh, the Braves as the number one team, which I'll give them. They have the best record, second best record in baseball. But then it goes Rays, Jays, Yankees. That that division, and like you said, the Orioles are no joke nine and seven, and the Red Sox are back to eight and eight. I mean, pretty cool stuff. I mean, by the way, we joked about it, but the Blue Jays got a horribly long uh, road trip out of the way to start the season. Don't forget that. Remember, like, we were like, ah, 10, what are they doing? Yeah, Yeah. they got one of those out of the way. How cool is that? That's got to be really important for you as a player. Like, boom, check it off the box.
0: It's so important. You know what? What do you think of, too? You're at spring training the whole time. Then you come and you're on the road. You're like, all right, this is cool. We haven't been home yet anyhow. Might as well get a 10-game road trip out of the way before we get to home. And, uh, you know. Waiting for that park to be ready, but yeah, yeah. man, the, the Blue Jays, everything they're doing right now is is great.
1: Yeah, but and the other cool thing about that you mentioned Shapiro and what they did and how they made that facility so great it's like a it's like having a rent a rent a, a hotel room because you know you're about to move into your brand new house. So they they probably had a little extra excitement on it, like it's going to be worth it, it's going to be worth it, and they get back there and boom, there you go.
0: There's no doubt, dude. There's no doubt. It's funny you said that. I I, I got guys in the kitchen right now taking the cabinets off because we're oh, part geez. of the, I'm like. Take them off, gentlemen. Get the new paint on there. Let's get a new kitchen coming in soon, so I feel the same way the Blue nice. Jays do.
1: What's Macy think of the people walking around the house? Does she care or she don't care?
0: Uh, she's the, she's on the back, She goes to the back porch through the Montana room. She snuggles up in the middle, You know, takes the three legs. She kind of looks at you. Bam. She drops, puts her head down. It's a little chilly out there today, but she, she'll sit there all day. She won't That's go great. pee or poop. You have to be like, you got to go outside. You got to <laughs> get out of
1: here. That's funny. Sit That's how day. my Macy is. That's the exact same Way she is my dog. Funny, not not Bella. Bella eating shit all over the house (laughs) whatever's bark. She's actually sleeping right now. I don't want to to hear her name. Anyway, all right, all right. We'll get back to the guys. You got those guys doing this. You're gonna go buy wood. This this, yeah, I got wood. I got wood. I gotta go to Grilly's house steal his wood. How you gonna get it? And would who's gonna transport it? That stuff's not. It's heavy wood. I got my buddy. we got my buddy owns this
0: company. My buddy Todd Anderson, company called Junk Joey's. dude. Oh, it is an unbelievable story. Okay. If you need anything, minus maybe hiding, maybe putting a body in the ground, he might do that for you. I don't know if he will, <laughs> but this guy, Todd Anderson, is the greatest This guy's one of my one of my really good buddies. Started this company called Junk Joey's. They basically do anything. Like they'll they'll they'll, they'll burn a barn down. They'll, they'll they just. My son Andrew and Jake worked them for one summer, dude. They were working the whole day, just you know, knocking holes in walls and all this stuff. But Anderson told me a story the other day, bro. He goes, his buddy called him. He's like, hey man, listen. He goes, one of our he, this guy had a farm. He's like, uh, dude. He's like, you're the only guy I thought to call. He's like the cooler. He's like the cooler for like you know Vegas. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, yeah. this farmer calls him. He's like the buddy of his, He's like, hey man. He's like, we we couldn't find one of our cows. He's like. It turns out the cow went through the freaking yeah like like they put him in the barn and went, bam he went through this the, um, the wood into the feed right and he suffocated himself because he couldn't move he was on the side he's like move oh. and he couldn't get out he couldn't get out of there dude, so they dude they called Todd Anderson to bury the cow <laughs> so he goes in he grabs the cow he says they're like they got this thing I mean he, how you, how would you ever do this they're pulling this cow out boom, and they grandma and he said. He said they he was like I guess cows fill up full of gas they just keep filling up full of gas you like got to. so they had to like poke some holes in them to get the gas out and then they buried the cow that, I don't know man not, I'm just relay I'm good. just relaying the message I've never heard of that in my life but if you ever want to bury a cow Todd Anderson
1: Junk Joe's if you're in the Pittsburgh area call him You live in Pittsburgh or do you live in like the middle of Arcane Texas or something like <laughs> that? <What> the fuck <laughs> burning wood bugs and Stabbing cows' gas out of them. (laughs) What the hell? I love it. Can't wait to come visit. (laughs) I don't
0: think that meat was good. I don't think the meat was good.
1: I can't. You guys want some gas meat? (laughs) You want to start ripping them at an epigrate? Eat this cow. All right, well, go get after that stuff. Hopefully no more cows fall through. All
0: right, brother. Dude, hey, listen. Happy Is it bad Monday. that I feel
1: bad? I feel bad for the cow. I felt bad for the cow.
0: Well, dude, he was dead. He, he, However, he
1: was... I will eat a bacon was... double cheeseburger without even batting Yeah, an yeah, eye. <laughs> you're not thinking twice about
0: He's going to Wendy's right now. Of course
1: <laughs> Anyway, all right, so get after it, man. All, right,
0: man. all right, brother. Happy Monday, chitch, Hey, everyone out there, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys tomorrow. See you, buddy. See you.